Grid, The Sixth World Chronicles, Episode 36, Maria Mercurial, Session 1, Part 2. The life, fame, and fortune of the Shadowrunner pales in comparison to that of a Nova Sim Rockstar Maria Mercurial. So, what brings our gang to her concert to meet her new manager, Max Foley, and what exactly were the kind of things they learned from the bartender Talon and their own research on Maria's former manager and the supposed anger but not anger he has? This is an odd situation and let's see if our runners are going to decide to think it's worthwhile jumping in if the pay is good enough or if they're going to split and leave the Noosome star on her own. We'll see how they do. See you on the other side. Okay, so it's another episode of the Hidden Good Sick World Chronicles. So, this is part two of session, what, 23? Yeah, 23. So, just a recap of the first part of this session, in case uh, any of you guys listening out there are listening to the episodes a bit far apart. In the first part, our uh, intrepid Saturners met with uh, Mr. Kyle, the Mafia contact of James. Uh, Kyle wanted the runners to go find out why Mr. Max Foley is looking for protection. Mr. Max Foley, who is the newly hired manager of one famous Nova Hot star, Maria Maracula. I'm probably butchering her last name. How do you spell her last name? It sounds like it's pronounced Mercurial. Might be Mercurial. I have a hard time saying that word. So, if people complain, I'm sorry. There you go. How would you pronounce that? Mercurial. Mercurial? I would think Mercurial because she's silver. Well, then I will start pronouncing Mercurial. I pronounce things my own way, though. I'm horrible in that way. And I'm sure there are listeners out there who are hating me because of my mispronunciation. Yeah, if I were a listener, I'd be like, Stop saying Mercula! (laughs) So I I would probably be yelling at my phone and or iPad instead of, you know, like you because you wouldn't be there. I'd just be there on the bus by myself <laughs> yelling at myself like the rest of the bus riders. So, that said... You turned me into a weirdo. Thanks. You're <laughs> <laughs> so, continuing the review, the group managed to get down to the cl- uh, club, a Underworld 93, catch the first part of Maria's show, and are preparing to meet with Mr. Max Foley to see just what's going down. So, as we rejoin our our players, we start with some flavor text from the module. Finally, it's 2 a.m. Showtime for you as well as Maria. As she comes on stage for a second set and the audience goes into wild applause, you are able to slip through the crowd unobserved, heading towards the stage door. A burly dwarf is seated at a small table beside the stage door. It has a big sign in glowing red letters that almost shouts, Authorized Personnel Only, and that means you. 
Rodolphus Dorman wears a royal blue satin texture jacket, padded at the shoulders, covered with hollow print dragons that chase each other around the fabric. The design is almost gaudy enough to hide the bulge under his left arm. He glances at you over mirrored shades. You must be the guys to see Foley. Dressing room number one, left and down at the end of the hall. Last door on the right. And he waves you through the door. You guys head on in? Yeah. Yup. Cool. Backstage, the music still reverberates loudly. You could see a couple of stagehands sitting around waiting for the set to end so they can break down the equipment for the night. Most of the other folks, band members, roadies and such, are out front digging Maria's act. Left and down the hall, you pass a half dozen numbered doorways before you come to number one. What do you do? I'm James. watching people as we go past. There's really nobody you're passing. I mean, there's a roadie or two near the entrance, but in the hall, it's pretty much clear. Okay. okay. Uh, James wants to look and see if there's any, like, cameras that might pick up invisibility. There is a camera that faces down uh, this hallway, uh, but it comes from near the entrance to the stage door. I'll knock on the door. It's open. Alright, I will push in. Okay. So, pushing the door open, you find yourself in a dressing room. Seated in a chair in the corner is a short, tubby man about 50, wearing cloths designed for someone at least 30 years younger. He's got rings on most of his fingers and is wearing a massive gold jewelry that looks like it might be real. He's smoking a fat, greenish uh, cigar. Come in, he says. Glad to meet you. I'm Max Foley. You're on time. Good. That's the mark of a pro. I mean, punctuality. Am I right? Hey, can I get you guys anything? He kind of points to a uh, kind of makeshift bar he has laid out. Different drinks, different smokes, different uh, cigars, things like that. I'm fine, but thank you. Anybody else? No, I'm good. No? I'm okay. good. All right. I'm glad you appreciate that, man. So here's what's going down. See, Marie looks tough. But take it from me, inside that middle skin is one vulnerable little girl. She just don't know how business is done sometimes. We're all sophisticated people here, am I right? Well, to slot this and run, Maria used to be represented by Hernando Hernandez. I'm sure you guys know about it by now. Hernandez and me, well, we go back a long way in this biz, and I gotta tell you, we don't usually see eye to eye. You know how that is. Some folks, they can see business as business, and others gotta make things personal, am I right? I don't know why that is. Hernandez came up here from Aslan, and as he's, they got this macho thing, am I right? They just can't let anybody, nobody win over them. Even though Hernandez is a UCA sit now, he still carries this Aussie macho thing around. Now, Last month, Maria comes to me, and she tells me she had it with the Fernandos guy, okay? She found out, and dig this, he was in pretty tight with the yaks, and some pretty dirty biz at that. Do you know what a dream chip is? Yeah. Well, no clue. Kids call them BTLs, better than life. Beatles, man. They're what the poor dreckheads th think, you know? 
this stuff burns your brain to gel slurp, am I right? So she wants to j dump Hernandez as a manager. Who wouldn't? She knows I'm the only agent with the connections to get a talent like her the right exposure anyway. So that's Wizard. I ain't gotta kick it. I ain't gotta kick it. A mega Nova star wants to come work for me with me. She, we sign the contract. She gives Hernandez a statutory thirty-day notice of her intent, and that ought to be all there is to it, right? Anyway, but that Hernandez, he gotta make it personal. He sends around a punker to give Maria a message. No, 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 not not just a message, man. Like a fragging ultimatum. She works for him, he says, or she don't work at all. She never works again, the creep says. Maria busts up the punker, and she did a good job of that. But we're still both worried. Hernandez made it pretty clear he wasn't just taking lawsuits here. Drek, he ain't got a leg to stand on legally, but he's connected, am I right? I mean, the guy's talking muscle. Now, legally, Maria still works for Hernandez's agency for five more days. For those five days, I can't really bring any leverage to bear on Hernandez to back off. After that, guilt comes in on my side. And Hernandez so much as looks cross-eyed at me and Maria. He's history in this business. But we need protection for five more days. Our last guys just kind of bolted after a few days on our way here. They were out of town as they couldn't stay in Seattle. That's why I wanted to talk to you guys since you gave me a call. This is what you guys do, right? You know, protection. I can go five grand for each of you. That's a grand a day. Not bad money. Am I right? So. Well, Dark Talk's not the negotiating type. He just shrugs. Although Dark so. Talk knows how much that the gang charges for protections. <laughs> Thousand a day is quite a bit for gang protection. It's actually had a lot. Five thousand a day. So I don't know, that was five thousand per character, a thousand a day. A thousand a day? Yes. Really? Yeah, five days protection. <sighs> Dartog thinks it's a good deal. Of course, he thinks it's a good deal. James thinks it's a little low, but... Oh, yeah. Gardner so... doesn't know how much y'all been paid for other jobs. <sighs> Mr. Foley. Yeah. So, you would like for a group of runners, or a group who can provide protection to provide this protection for five days from someone who has a great deal of investment uh, in your client, correct? Yeah. So, how much money does uh, Mr. Hernandez stand to lose? I don't know. I mean, it varies. I mean, you know, Marie's Nova Hot and she's getting a career, but I mean... Yeah, there's expensive for these things, you know. I mean, you guys probably think, you know, you know, rockers are probably, you know, ultra-rich and that they're rolling an onion, right? Am I right? Honest, Summers, you're going to break the bank if you ask for any more. I mean, you know, th th there's expenses, you know, moving around, flying, paying stagehands. You know, she makes, you know, okay money, but, you know, the business doesn't make as much. 
You know, so I don't think Hernandez is missing a crazy amount of money. Besides, he can get out of the client. He's a good guy in the rep. That's not what I was uh, trying to get at. What I am trying to get at is that I think that your price point here at 1000 is a little low. 1000 a day for each of us. That's twenty grand to sit around and watch us make sure nothing happened. What if something does happen? So, I need you guys to make me a negotiation check. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, somebody brought up uh, recently the idea of kind of mixing and matching uh, skill test. As a way, and I, I'm, I'm trying to remember, I think it might have been the Archaeology podcast, I forget. Uh, but they put up the point of kind of combining teamwork tests that don't involve the same skill. So, what I want you guys to do is someone, pick whoever's your primary negotiator. But if anybody has a test that they think would assist the negotiation, some type of knowledge or a related etiquette skill or intimidation. Uh, intimidation might not be good for this guy right now, but... Yeah. Um, you know, but something like that, that seems like it would help convince this guy to spend more money, then feel free. You know, does anybody have anything that you think might help? Well, Gartog has knowledge of finance. Could he possibly actually estimate how much they really could be making paying off people? Actually, okay. yeah, sure. Kiko has negotiations of, of four. That's fine. Straight negotiations uh, can be added as well. The only thing I think James has to offer, at least in knowledge skills, would be the knowledge of security. Okay, yeah, that's fine. And I check. can add con uh, to make it seem as if we're better than we are. Hey, okay. hey you guys are So, <laughs> So are you going to toss Kiko uh, as uh, the primary negotiator? All right, so who wants to be a primary negotiator here? I have no negotiation skills, uh, so I would not be a good candidate. I do have the negotiation skill, but Kiko has more. <laughs> you know what? Kiko. Like, like Kiko do it. It'll be her first time trying to negotiate a, a cool. deal. It'll be interesting. Okay, okay. then here's what we're going to do. Show some boob. I'm... Show some boob. <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah. It's Wow. Just make sure you, this guy, it might work. Just make sure you use some <laughs> etiquette it. in there so it seems like you're doing it all fancy-like. Okay, okay, here's what I need. For you guys to use the related skill, I need you to say something in character that seems to be appropriate for that skill. You might get pluses or minuses depending on how good it is. Uh, negotiator should go last. So who's going to go first with their, uh, their teamwork test? Well... That Gartog could, he'd be punching something up on his comm link and be like, eh, yeah, I don't really know about uh, your little numbers here on what should be made. I mean, you're looking at a couple guys, you're paying probably, uh, I mean, I don't even know, you're probably getting them off real cheap, maybe 25 a day, if that. Uh, you know, she's pulling in, how many people did you have up there at the door? Your VIP tickets at a high price, you've got backstage passes at an even higher price, all the regular people you turned away, merchandising, sales. All of that, I'm sure, since he's doing the underground, he's probably getting a discount. Uh, so you're probably raking in at the door sales, not to mention any merchandising she's done, uh, any type of advertising payment you're getting paid for. Uh, the fact that I'm sure 
in order to get her deal from her, you're probably giving up a little bit more cut, which means she's getting more. Uh, so yeah, I think you're uh, I think you're lying about the not having money thing. Well, I, I mean, dude, I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I mean, this is her first gig with me here, so I mean, uh, I mean, maybe. So go ahead and make your test, and uh, <laughs> go ahead uh, and raise your limit by one. Who's testing, him or me? Just Midas right now. Okay. Basically, the way teamwork tests work is, um, for each person helping you, the limit on your test goes up by one. For every hit he gets, is an extra dice you get to roll. Okay. I want to use that edge point I got earlier. Sure. That's good for this session. Four successes with a six. Come on. Nope. Four successes. Okay, cool. All right, so just keep that number in mind. It's four extra dice for you. Four extra, okay. Yep. Okay, who's next? Uh, James will. Okay. Not to mention that your security, while great at the door, doesn't provide much for her in a giant warehouse. You're asking. Well, for... I mean, we're not we're not like guarding here. I mean, I, I assume you guys would have a better place you could provide or get us to. Still a lot to ask. There's a lot of variables in there. We still got to play with. Transportation, cost for transportation, all of that fun stuff. Okay, go ahead and give me a straight test. Not really much there to, to give you a bonus, so. Totally should have brought the fact that, oh, if we're fronting the, the location, oh, well, that's extra costs on our part you need to take care of. Oh. Don't worry, Kiko, get it. <laughs> yeah. All right, so. <laughs> I find. So let's see. This is the first time rolling knowledge skills, I think. So uh -huh. security. So I'd roll the six for security again with logic, or is it just the straight yep. six? It. I think in this case we're going to go with intuition. Okay, intuition for security design, because you're kind of figuring out where people would go. Uh, you know, so just kind of natural assumptions. For them, so let's roll there. No glitches, please. Let's see, two, three, four, five, six SS. Nice. So that's five more dice and another limb bonus. Hey, these teamwork tests explode, guys. I see that. That's up mm -hmm. to nine dice so far. Jesus. Yeah. You can still roll all ones. True. <laughs> so, Gray, what's this uh, spiel? <sighs> all right. Hold on a second. Got to get my head on. And Mr. Foley, you have an up-and-comer here, a a bright light in a sea of morass. So you've reached out and specifically asked for some assistance, and fortunately, you got us. We are willing to put our entire machine behind uh, your client and behind you in order to ensure her safety. You go out on the street, you hire a couple of gangbangers. That's not who we are. We are here to provide you with elite service, and we demand elite payment. Yeah, nothing for the, uh, but the best for the best, am I right? 
Exactly. Okay, go ahead and roll and add an extra die. <laughs> Guard good, job. Good, hey! good job, Gray. Good job, Gray. <laughs> I resent that. Fuck you, Garthog! <laughs> <laughs> Although, in his defense, the Crimson Crush are not a bunch of gangbangers. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I only got two successes. Boo. Oh. So one dice, one limit. So that puts your total extra dice just at 11 dice and plus three to your social limit. Wow. So go ahead and give me a negotiation spiel, and I'll tell you if you get any bonus dice from that. So Kiko's been sitting there with her, you know, sitting there in her kimono and everything, and she's been listening to the whole thing. She just looks up to him. She's like, I want you to understand that a full professional, um, whether at this or at any other job, you're literally spitting in our face with the thousand a day. And that is utterly disgusting with the amount of talent that you have sitting here in front of you. Out there on your stage is someone that can literally set you up for the rest of your life. And yet you are willing to sit here and spit in the face of a professional that could make sure that you're set up for the rest of your life. I want you to think about that for a moment. And then I want you to rethink your numbers. Because if they're not where they need to be, we will gladly walk right out that door. And then the next group that you get in here will not be as professional or polite as we are. Because honestly, you put those numbers in anybody else's face, you're going to get hurt. At least we're sitting here and having the courtesy of speaking to you. Very nice. Okay, plus two dice on that one. That was good. All right. Let's see how well you do. Ah, numbers. I need them numbers. <laughs> okay. So total of 13 dice altogether? Yep, 13 bonus dice plus your negotiation skill and charisma. Oh, oh guys, this is going to be so beautiful. You guys have no idea. Just <laughs> Great time to use edge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna burn an edge. So much for uh, raising the limit from teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so negotiation is a four, by the way. Just mm -hmm. to give you that. And charisma. So I was 17. 22 dice. Tw yeah, 22 dice altogether. And wow. Sixes pop. It's sixes. Yeah, you get to reroll sixes. Let's see if, let's see if this. Uh, this dice rolling site explodes. <laughs> uh, depending on how you do, I might need to get a calculator out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let me roll 22 dice. <laughs> okay, hang on. Oh, your dice roller won't? No, <laughs> <laughs> it won't let me roll 22 dice. Nice. Hang on. No, maybe it was maybe it was just lagging for a moment because it couldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait, do you I... want to roll 22 dice? Oh my god. Does it have a little caption after it? Hey, you rolled 22 dice. Are you playing Shadowrun? No, that's good. Okay, we're going to roll a 10 at a time because it's just, it's freezing up on me bad. Okay. okay. All right. One, two, three, four successes on that, on that first 10, and two of those are sixes. Okay. So I'm going to mark two down because I'll have to reroll those. All right. Second one. 10. No ones. Um, second 10. Has one, two, three, four, five, six successes and one six. No ones. Man, I want that dice roller shit. 
All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the last two plus the three sixes, which is five. Okay. All right. And one success out of that. Was it okay, a six? Okay, so it's eleven total successes. Yep, eleven total that, successes. Was that another six or was it five? Uh, it was another five. Okay, so <laughs> plus your base. Okay, so eleven successes. Fifty thousand new yen a day. Plus <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <sighs> guys, guys, you're breaking the bank on me. <sighs> I can do ten grand each. Okay, and and I could cover an additional two thousand each in expenses if need be. All right. Each. That's 2,000 each expenses. So he basically, luck, luck. His, he basically doubled his price. A little, and a little, a little bit more for the expenses. And look, look. There's a side thing that you could also do that I can cut you in for a percentage of if you can do that too. That's the only way I can get you more money. What's what the is the side, side thing? thing? Okay. <laughs> no one wanted to say anything. I was like, what the hell? Okay. Uh, well, alright. <sighs> okay. I wasn't sure I wanted to raise this issue, but Hernandez is holding out 180 grand in fees from Maria's concerts last month. He won't pay her the money, and you folks saw how that little lady earned her pay. I mean, she has it coming, am I right? That that's her cash. Now, I happen to know Hernandez isn't keeping this credit in his own account. I mean, would a sleaze like that keep that money where my own accountants could find it? No way, am I right? No, he's got Marie's fees stashed in a tin-plated, rinky-dink operation called Federated Funds Net over on 20th Avenue. A lot of folks in the business use it because their tax reporting and record-keeping is, well, let's just say the, they understand some of the man's to show business can make in cash flow, Okay. Now, I happen to know Favorite Systems' address and Hernandez's account code. I don't normally hold with data studios, you understand, but this time, well, if the other fella doesn't pay, play by the rules, what can you do? Am I right? If the funds that Maria got coming to her were to be redirected to my bank account, well, I could see my way to a finder's fee of, say, 10%. What do you think? Hmm. Well, if that money belongs uh, to Miss Mercurial, I think that we, uh, as a group, would be fine with ensuring that she use that those funds. Sure, sure, of course. I mean, we don't even have to, you know, we, we wouldn't have to wash it. I mean, as soon as it get transferred over, we just put legal proceeding in, basically making him legally have to not go after it. Because it is her money. How much did he say it was? 100. 180 grand. Yeah. So 10% would be in, uh, another 18 grand. That would raise the total amount for your run to 58,000 plus any extra goodies you got from his expense account on you. That's much better. 
Yep, I like that number too. That's I, a number I, I can get behind. I push it to, well, be like, oh, well, you just make it a flat 20,000 for the return of the money. It divides easier by four people. Well, that's up to the deck or whoever does the decking run. Yeah. Well, unless any of uh, my team members has any objection, I think that we can make sure that this gets done. Uh, and that uh, we would be happy to ensure Miss Mercurial's safety. Cool. Yeah. We got a deal. He offers his hand. Yeah. Did uh, did uh, OOC did uh, did she have any more gigs in Seattle, or is this just it? This is it. Damn it. Never mind. Then. Go on. At least for now, we should be back. All right. Uh. So yeah, he kind of holds out his hand. Yeah, Gray will look at the hand kind of disdainfully, and then he'll <laughs> shake it. I'm glad you did, because Kiko didn't want to. After he stands <laughs> up and goes to offer his hand to you, Kiko. Ah, oh, crap. I knew it was coming. Was he actually like... does it to all four of you, kind of, you know. You know he's a oh. big shot guy. She you does. know, you guys are tough to bargain with. Next time I go to contract negotiations with, uh, with Maria or any other of my... Uh, my stars, you want to be there for my side? It depends. Depends on the, the work and how it's going to go. With an appropriate fee. With yeah. an appropriate fee. <laughs> That's the reason she said we'll see. Anyway, so she shakes his hand. And she's, cool. and, um, she's basically, make sure that you get us all the information on to and from and where she has to be. Um, in order for us to do our job properly, because I would hate for something to go wrong because there was a miscommunication. Now, here's the thing: uh, at this point, uh, the door to the uh, dressing room comes in. Uh, the music you realized, uh, which had been audible in the background until about two or three minutes ago, has stopped playing, and the sounds of thunderous applause kind of completes with you shaking the hands of Foley and the door kind of opening up. Uh, basically, I'm going to read some flavor text now. You guys take it as well. Every red-blooded male metahuman in the room is going to have to take a deep breath. The rocker princess is even more charismatic at close quarters than she is on stage. She's still high off the adrenaline surge of a star performer and prowls the tiny room like a lithe silver panther. She radiates sexuality and a strong tang of danger. She is abrupt, energized, and thoroughly prepared for battle. Uh, she basically as she, uh, comes in and says, "Fully, is this them?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, I didn't expect you'd be out here so fast, Marie. Yeah, this is them. Uh, this is. Uh, and he actually kind of pauses. Like, I don't think I got your guys' name actually. You didn't. I'm Kiko. Hi, Kiko. Nice to meet you. Nice. To she says, kind of giving a both half like kind of friendly smile, half kind of predatorial smile. Oh, Hikiko returns it just the same. Nice, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. And who's your tall friend? She says, smiling. I'm Mr. Gray. Pleasure to meet you, Miss Mercurial. The spider himself. Holy shit. She just kind of uh, just, kinda just eyes you uh, for, for a second, looks you up and down. Nice dicks. He okay, so Mr. Gray will look over at Foley 
and say, see, I told you so. Well, he won't say it, but he will give me a look. <laughs> see? He gives, he gives the eye. Andrew wants to say it so bad. <laughs> nice. Poor bitch for, for, for making him acknowledge that. <laughs> and you, man, what's with the mask? That is freaking wicked. Is that a European? Northern European? The very same. Sweet shit, man. You, what's the fucking crush you're doing on this side of town? Yeah, came to see the show. Glad you came, glad you came. Should you guys all arrange everything set up? I was like, yeah, yeah, everything's fantastic. Uh, Marie, how was the show? Phenomenal. Just phenomenal. I'm, uh, I'll be right back. I gotta get changed. And she kind of heads uh, deeper into the dressing room and heads into the bathroom. Foley kind of looks uh, on at the door just for a minute, just kind of the slight look of just awe and just happiness on his face. So, yeah. Huh. <clears throat> yeah. So, as for protection, so, okay, what do you guys have planned? Well, you're going to have to give us whatever plans you have for her schedule. We got nothing for the next five days. We just need to lay low. She doesn't fly out of here until uh, next, like week after next. Okay. Next five days, we're yours. Well, I could always offer the crush as a place to possibly stay. I mean, hey, then you have, you know. No, let's, let's not do that. Um, I am familiar. Are you guys like a Baron's gang or something? Yeah, yeah. We keep a we keep an eye out on our own. Make sure all the other places are kept safe. They they wouldn't give Maria a hard time, would they? No, I can't imagine. No, I mean, what's good for you know her and the gang? Obviously, you know, obviously they'd be getting my cut. I'm sure. All right, right. Yeah, I I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Uh, at this point, Maria kind of comes back out. Uh, she seems weirder, though, when she comes out. Like, she's more subdued. She just looks, like, not just like she has less energy, but just, like, whatever persona that was before is gone. Gone is, like, the ultra-silver leather kind of thing she was wearing before, uh, and replaced by a kind of a simple padded kim uh, kimono belted tightly around her waist. I mean, she's still attractive, but that whole flaunting ultra-sexuality she had before is just gone. <sighs> I feel a little bit better now. <sighs> I want to do a roll. Okay. Because that tells me that she is still chipping. You couldn't have chipped that well. Uh-huh. <laughs> you cannot chip that fast, but... Where is my spell page? Justin's world. We just live in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm reading. I'm reading flavor text, man. Flavor text. See, little yeah. do the the listeners know, we're not real people. We happen to be all made up imaginary friends of Justin. I'm, just I'm doing a people. Voices. I'm a people. Well, you're people, Andrew, and, and Justin's people, but uh, Ante and Midas aren't people because they're just other Justins. Okay. Do you I can know that. there is not a healing spell that allows you to evaluate a victim? Uh, diagnosis? No. Wouldn't that just be a uh, skill? 
I think there actually is a diagnosis spell I... in uh, fourth edition. I don't think they updated it for fifth edition. They didn't. So cause... we can always update it if we need be. Okay, well we need to update it because there's not one for fifth edition. Yeah, that is kind of a weird thing to leave out. Yeah. And that's kind of a staple of health spells. Mm-hmm. So. Because we have antidote, cure disease, um, decrease attribute, detox, heal, <laughs> um, increase attributes, increase reflexes, oxygenate. Yeah. Profile. Don't read all the rules out. That's that's too much from the book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, there's just. No, I, I appreciate. There's I appreciate not that. one for it. So. No, but basically, you're trying to figure out: is she chipping right now? Yes, I am. Okay, that'd be a perception check. Um, I'll give you a plus two bonus if you have any related skills to kind of particularly knowing when somebody's drugged out. Well, and I should probably have Gartog make that same check. You can make the same check because Gartog. Well, he knows. Okay, well, let me. I have. I have bio. Um, I have biotechnology. Mm-hmm. Um, At what level? Two. Nah, that's not enough. Are you sure? If you it's had not enough. Yeah, if you had a high enough level or specialization in uh in dealing with uh cybernetic drugs, then I would toss you the specialization for use in your perception check. But a level two biotech or uh, biotechnology skill is enough to kind of have general knowledge, but. You may not be able to immediately recognize a chiphead who's not doing like super obvious stuff. Well, she was already told by um, Midas's character that she was a chipper. Uh, I'll give you one extra die for that. Okay, and then for her to have a sudden, um, for her to have a sudden change like that. Mm-hmm. So. So what am I actually rolling? Perception. Okay, plus two. Plus uh... two because. You happen to have a similar condition. What? I don't know what you're talking about. They don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's a lot of sixes. <laughs> really? Well, I just rolled five sixes and two fives. Ooh. I got four successes. So that's seven, which actually is probably higher than my limit, most likely. <laughs> I've never rolled okay. that high on this character. I haven't done his limit. Nice. Yeah, so you don't think she's chipping right now, but you're fairly certain that she used to be a chipper because that's the kind of schizo behavior you see from former chippers. Uh Um, What it seems like to you is she's definitely someone who had a bad, bad chipping habit. But but it looks like she's clean, or at least clean for a while. Like, you could kind of think that, man, the level she switched personalities that fast, she was probably on the way to complete a total waste side. So... At this point, uh, Maria kind of goes, so, I mean, is there is there anything I can do to help you guys? You know, uh, anything you need me to know, anything you need me to do? She says uh, very mildly. My simple. civic success is was my limit. Okay. <laughs> do you have a personal healer? No, I I mean, I've got a, you know, a good dock wagon contract, but no, I don't, uh, I, I, don't, I don't like having a staff. I mean... You know, we, we hire drivers sometimes. We hire, you know, uh, you know, 
just people to help out with the setup and whatever, but, you know, I don't, it, it, there was always talk about people always trying to get hired for, you know, to, you know, help out and be a personal assistant, and I just, that's not my thing, you know? Right. Well, in order to um, cover things for the next five days, you're gonna have you're gonna need one. Like a like a personal. What do you mean exactly by personal healer? Someone who is by your side, basically, as your best friend for the next five days. Well, I mean, that's what you guys are, right? Right. But there, we are a group. We have to act together. While one of us is doing one thing, the other one has to do another. So, would you like me as a personal best friend for you for the next five days? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We're paying you for anyway, I guess. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be fine, Max says. Yeah. We just, you know, basically figure, you know, We'll get things on. I mean, look, we're kind of in the dark here, you know. We don't know exactly what to expect from Hernandez, you know. And at this point, when he kind of mentions Hernandez, you kind of you kind of see this kind of twinge of just something in Maria's kind of persona, just anger, regret, sadness, kind of a mixed emotions in a, like a few seconds. All right. Hey, uh, you know. Also, we we heard it from him, but uh, what's what's your part of the story? Why the why the switch? She kind of sighs. I was very happy working with Armando. He he took a frightened and angry child, singing for pennies in a brothel, and showed her how to give fear and anger a voice to cry out. He he helped me to make a career, and in other ways, was a good friend. Most of all, he did not look at me like a freak with a metal body or as a thing to take to his bed, but as another human being lost in the world we all must live in. I mean, we were never lovers, but if she ever asked to wanted to, I think that's in the past now. Five years we worked together, and last month our office computer had a crash. While working to restore the data, you know, I like you said, we don't really like people to help. I found files from Armando's private memory space. And she kind of puts her hands in, 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 uh, on her face. They implicated him in dream chipper traffic. I lost... I lost someone close to me to that... to the dreams... I could not bear to be so near someone who had sold that death to people. It was worse, perhaps, because Armando was someone I loved. Someone I respected. Yes, I owed him much, but this... No, I could not... It could not be tolerated. So I came to Senor Foley. Uh, the relationship is just... And she kind of looks at, a side, uh, at Max briefly as he's kind of going back to working at his desk and... You could tell she has a look of disgust slightly on her face. Just business. But this is perhaps better, no? The heart is not involved off the stage, and so can sing all the more clearly for that. Hmm. <clears throat> well, thank you for sharing that with us. It was very important. <clears throat> <clears throat> 
uh, to understand the full scope of everything. All right. Do you still have these files? No. It, I deleted them right away. I didn't... I did not want him to be able to have his access to that information. I also didn't want him to get involved, uh, get hurt by the police. I didn't want him to go to jail. I, I mean, and she just kind of trails off from that and looks kind of distraught. Kiko walks over and hugs her. She returns the hug. Just and just holds her and comforts her mm-hmm. at the moment because that's what the mm-hmm. woman needs. Our talk takes a picture for later. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Like> you. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> After kind of like uh, about half a minute or so, she kind of just gently kind of uh, just pulls back a little bit. Thank you. I. She kind of nods to herself more than anything. I needed that. Thank you. No problem. And then I'm Kiko. Everybody make me perception checks. Audio based. <laughs> Audio based. Yeah, I don't have anything for that. Alright. One. Dose. I got dose. Three. I got three. I got bow. Okay. I got five. Anybody who got four or higher, you hear something out in the hallway. Which is why you get a bonus of plus three. On your surprise test. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Everybody make me a surprise test. Uh, What's a surprise uh, test? Uh, basically, you're rolling your initiative dice. Uh, essentially, it's kind of reaction, essentially. Alright. So it's... Not derivatives. Initiative. Alright. So oh, glad yes, I feel... Alright. Eight. So Let's my initiative is 11. 17. So instead of rolling 1d6, I'd roll 4d6? No, like, like you're not actually rolling like initiative itself. Oh. You're rolling your number of initiative dice. Oh. Which is... Oh, yeah. so that's rolling. So, we'd be, so if we had 9 initiative, we'd roll 9 dice? Yes. Oh, okay. Plus 3 for me and Ente. Wait, no. Yep. I'm confused. Yeah. So... What? Surprise. what? What am yeah, I rolling? Reaction plus initiative. Um, okay. in, intuition. All right. uh, everybody who rolled four or higher on the perception test gets plus three because they've been alerted. Reaction. I need one more dice. Yes. Don't fail me now. Oh, yes. Tomorrow. Oh, bad board. Damn it. Why my dice left fours? All right. Two successes. Okay. Four. Okay. Four. Let's see. I got five fours. Two successes. Now, I used the edge on Friday, right? Which yes. M- which means it would. Yeah, your edge would have refreshed already. Yes. Okay, because I've only got two, and that's I know that's not enough. Okay. So I rolled. Four. No, actually, um, anybody who rolled two successes can react normally. Oh, okay. okay. Then. Uh, anybody who rolled more than two successes. Let me know. I know Midas, you did. Uh, Jess, what did Kika roll? Give me a second. Um, one, two, 
three. I got three successes. Nice. Okay. So those of you who rolled two successes can react normally uh, per initiative. Those of you who rolled more than two successes, uh, not only can you act normally, you see this first before the others notice. Uh, so the door to the room busts open. Uh, suddenly the door to the restroom crashes open. There are two guys in the doorway, dressed identically. Long, final slickers that are probably lined coats. Heavy engineer boots, bone white skin dye, bleached hair greased into the bed of nails. Look, that's hot this week. Both are armed and shooting. All of you see one thing for sure. The eyes are glowing a deep, bloody red. Well, you may think that's no big deal. I can make my cyber eyes glow red too, right? Yeah, there's no cyber eyes. These are regular eyes that are glowing bright red. Uh, the first guy who uh, runs through also yells something in Spanish. Uh, let me know if any of you guys uh, know Spanish. Uh, those of you who rolled three successes know that the guys are coming in for... Uh, the first guy coming in is coming in for Uzi 3. The other guy coming in is pulling up a Remington Worm Sweeper. Uh, and you two notice that there's at least another goon out in the hallway dressed as the same as the uh, third guys, uh, as the first two guys. Uh, but he's like, notice he's moving kind of down the hallway. So does anybody know Spanish? Nope. I don't think anybody does. I mind well, probe someone who knew Spanish. That doesn't help. <laughs> so, since everybody rolled well, it's initiative time. All right, quick question before we get anywhere. What door did they come through? Uh, the door to the hallway. So they didn't oh. come through the dressing room door. They came. That is the dressing room door. Yeah. Okay, so what door did what door did, yeah. what door did yeah. we come through? The dressing room door, door yeah. to the hallway. There's only one door. There's two doors. One There's... leads to the bathroom. That. Uh... Oh right. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. What do you ask? Who is standing right in front of the star who just got done hugging her? Hello, I gotta do something with her before she freaks the fuck out. Ah, that's true. You are, in fact, standing right in front of her. Isn't that awkward? Yes, it is. I swear okay. to God, Kiko, if you die because you were well, hugging Kiko some bitch, <laughs> we're going to have some words. Well, probably not. <laughs> I, I know you're really talented, but, you know, 14 for... Uh, for... Gartog? Yeah, and actually, uh, Gartog's gonna go, uh, AR. Ooh. Okay. Wireless enabled, huh? Wait, no, he doesn't have his deck with him. Never mind. Uh. Yeah, well, see, Kiko's in the same boat. <laughs> I gotta check to see. That's why you guys gotta start carrying around wearable decks. Well, he will when he gets a nice one, but shit, the one he got. Why am I rolling that many dice? Good lord, I don't know, but that sounded like a shit ton. I should not be rolling that many dice. No, no, it you should. Sounds shouldn't. like you're trying to kill I... us. <laughs> <laughs> he is trying to kill us. Isn't he always? Well, yes, but not in this case. Well, yes, but. Um... No? Maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to see what these guys have for. Uh... Yeah, there we go. Why are we like this one? Just making sure. You guys didn't hear me say that, by the way. We're going to die, guys. Let's hope not. Okay, 6 plus 8 plus 2. 16 for the goons. Uh, what did Greg get? 11. James? 12. Kiko? 11. 
seven. Okay, and then let me roll for Miss Fancy Star Lady. Ooh, that's kind of nice, actually. And Mr. Foley. Yeah, not so nice. Cool. Okay. So, unfortunately, Marie did not make her surprise roll. Because she was kind of busy, you know, feeling bad for herself. So, even though she's got a 20, she's not allowed to move this round. So, she's down to 10. That means the goons get to go first at 16. Well, shiggle. Indeed. So, let's see here. Okay. So, I think what I'm going to have them do first is they basically want to freak out the room best. So I think we're going to have a little bit of a spray going down. So give me a second. So this guy is going to use with his Uzi. And he... Ooh, that's nice. Hmm. Actually, I'm trying to see something about multiple targets, because it used to be easier in 4th edition, but... Oh, it's not so much. One round. Good. I'm not trusting you. You melted our dice last week. I did, in fact, melt your dice last week. Oh, yeah, okay, that'll work. Okay, here's what this guy's going to do. He's going to do a suppressive fire field into the room. What this means is he's going to roll some dice, limited by his accuracy. Uh, anybody who doesn't drop is going to catch a bullet on their turn. Okay? Alright. So, that's agility, plus... Automatics. Limited by accuracy. And he's using Uzi 3. And yeah, and Dark Hunt is going to go AR. Okay. What was that? Dark Hunt is going to go AR. Okay. Alright, firearms. I gotta double check the Uzi's uh, accuracy for this one. Okay, limited by actually five. He gets three successes. So, uh, here's how this works. Uh, I'm going to let you guys use free actions to drop to the ground if you want. As he basically spends a full round action spraying the room. Uh, anybody who doesn't drop uh, first... You have to deal with a minus three penalty to everything you do, because that's how many hits this guy got. Uh, then you have to do a reaction plus edge test to see if you catch any flying lead. So I'm going to drop. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Anybody else dropping prone? Hold on. If I were to drop, or not drop, like, if I were to lunge to take out or take bring uh maria down so because she's 
She's dropping prone. I can tell you that now. Oh, she can't. Well, I didn't know she, she max. Could... Yeah, she and Max are both dropping prone. Free action, you can take pretty much whenever. Okay. Well, I didn't know if she was stuck, you know, just kind of standing there and wallowing in her own self-pity. No, no, I'm not, I'm not going to kill the Starlet <laughs> right from the get-go. Kiko's right there on top of her? Yeah, because that would be what I'd call a dick move. <laughs> oh, well, Justin, I just don't pretend ask, you're not a dick. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to lunge and pile-drive her down to the ground. Okay, so do you want to kind of just do that now and just kind of cover her while you're being shot at? Well, yeah, Kiko's already she, doing that. I, I think that Kiko's yeah, I, right there. Okay, so Kiko's dropping on top of Maria. No. I'm just gonna uh, drop then. Okay, you're dropping prone. Garta, are you dropping prone? Yeah. Okay, cool. Alright, you guys all drop prone. The other guy is going to open fire. Uh, who's he gonna hit? Who's he gonna shoot at? Um What are you guys dressed as? Gray's in a kind of gray uh, fancy suit. Kiko's in a kimono. Marie's in a kimono. Uh, and the orc looks toughest. But there's a guy with a creepy mask. So I'm going to roll dice. Odd, he shoots the guy with the creepy mask. Even, he shoots the tough-looking orc. He's not bad, going to be the guy with the creepy mask. Odd. Odd. Okay, so... Which one was Odd? Uh, odd was Creepy Mask. Yes! Told you! Sorry. <laughs> I don't... I don't even... It's not luck. It's just... <laughs> I know! I have loaded dice. Is that what you're yes. suggesting? Well... That's mean of you. <laughs> but well, no, true. I'm just suggesting that I know how things are going to play out, and they always play out bad in my favor. Well, he's going to shoot at you. Luckily, you're prone, so you get plus two dice for your defense roll. So defense is armor mm -hmm. plus body, or armor plus, what is it? Uh, it is, no, armor doesn't matter until you actually okay. get shot. Okay, so what is? Uh, it is, I don't remember, I don't know why this off the top of my head, it's kind of slipped in my brain that I'm not remembering this. Weird, huh? Intuition. Intuition? Reaction and intuition. Okay, well, there you go. Interaction, interaction. Uh, you also have to decide how you're defending. Uh, you roll by default reaction plus intuition, uh, but you can also uh, go full defense. I think that adds willpower, right? Yes, I think so. Okay, but that also means you lose 10 points of uh, in, uh, intuition. You mean 10 points of initiative? Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, or okay. you can just dodge, which is a negative 5, and add your gymnastics. Yep. Yeah, but he, uh, I'm gonna say he can't really dodge right now because he's dropping prone. He can roll. Roll. He could roll. Okay, so wait, I get plus what? Plus two, you said. So let's see. That's yes. ten dice if I don't go full defense. If you do go full defense. Oh, no. sorry. Never mind. No. Never mind. Never mind. Don't Either way, I'm rolling for him now as he's opening up his room room sweeper on your face. And he gets, well, you know, you don't really have to worry about rolling. Why is that? Just uh, three twos, two threes, I'm sorry, four twos, two threes, two fours, and a one. So he just didn't do anything. Yeah, he, he tried to hit you, but you you dropped prone really, really fast. Uh, Gartog, your goal. Okay. All right. 
uh, looking through AR, do the guns have icons on them? Yep. Reboot device, the, the submachine gun. Okay. And I don't want you that need... thing to reboot for at least 10 rounds, because I can choose how long it takes if I succeed. Let's see here. Do you have to put a mark on the thing first? Nope, didn't say so. That's what I was like. Let me double check that real fast. Yeah, that's what I was Because this to. is the first time I'm seeing a player use a hacking against a, uh, I think. Oh, you didn't have your deck. It's a data processing, which means I can use my comm link. Huh. Oh, never mind. It does require three marks. Damn it. Okay, shit. Never mind. Okay, he's just going to try to, so what is it to, to pull a I'm. He can't put marks on anything. Yeah, because you don't have sleaze or uh, attack. Never mind. It's okay. So, okay. yeah. Okay. I let you rewind time a little bit and say that you didn't. <laughs> you gotta get the freaking deck with you. Anyway, that could have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, so what are you doing? Uh, so well, I'm checking to see what he actually can do with all the uh, free and complex and shit actions like that. Okay, yeah, so you get two simple actions, right, in a round? Yep. Okay. Only one can give me an attack round action, though. But he can ready a weapon and then shoot someone. Yes. So he is going to do that. Okay. With his Ares Viper Silver Gun. Nice. <laughs> Gonna shoot somebody in the head. Well, center mass, he's not calling the shot. <laughs> nice. Because he's using his smart bin and wireless. And there's the glitch. Three successes with a glitch. Three successes with a glitch, okay. So let's see if he can dodge your shot. Six points. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he dodged your shot as he dives back from the room. Uh, but you glitched, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, you shoot at him wildly, um, and you kind of waving your head back and forth as you're shooting, and you accidentally hit it, and the clip flies out of the uh, gun. Ah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Not too professional there, are we? <laughs> Not exactly. Uh, okay, James. So yes. one of the guys kind of dived back. Mm-hmm. That was actually Uzi guy. So now I've already taken my free action for at least this turn, right? Yes. Okay. I just want to keep that in mind. So, simple, let's see. Kind of thing. I can... I can... With a free action, if I remember correctly, I can throw a dagger, correct? Free action? No. Simple action? Or yes. not simple. Yeah, that one. Because, I mean, it's going to take a simple action for me to ready a dagger. Yeah. And I don't think I can throw a combat knife. You can throw a combat knife. It's not aerodynamic. What would I take if I wanted to throw? Like, what negative would I take for trying to throw a... 
Because, I mean, they're both enchanted, so if I throw a Death Touch or a Shatter at them... Right, right. Um, it, uh, I don't necessarily care about what the damage of the dagger is actually going to do. It's more or less the spell that's on it. And all it has to do is touch them. Yeah. Basically, uh, a, a throwing knife still acts... I mean, a, a regular combat dagger still kind of acts as a throwing knife as far as you're concerned. Okay. Uh, it, it, the throwing knives aren't exactly built to be as aerodynamic as, say, like a shrieking or something like that. But you're fine with that. Okay, so let's see. So then I am going to Death Touch Shatter. Which one sounds like more fun to throw? I haven't actually got to use these. So it's really cool now. <laughs> see, so throwing is four dice plus agility, which is, I think, four. Yeah. So no, for five. Example, the difference here is that... Um, you really don't get as much range out of a normal dagger being thrown. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a normal throwing dagger would be zero to strength, to pretty short range. Uh, this is kind of half of strength. Okay. So, but this is still close range. I mean, your strength is what? Uh, four. Yeah, they're within two meters. Okay. At least thug number two is. All right. That's the one who shot at you anyway. Well, I'm going for him. Okay. Let's see. So I need to throw the dagger. Um, I'm, gonna th- I'm debating which one I want to throw. Death touch or shatter? Pick quick, because otherwise uh, you're messed up. Alrighty, death touch. We're going to throw the death touch. So four, eight, nine dice for throwing the dagger. One, two... Three successes. Three successes? Nice. Okay, this guy's gonna try to dodge. Please don't. Of course he's gonna try, yes. I said please don't. Uh, he does not. You get one success on him. Uh, that re- means that touch immediately works. So, first, we're gonna uh, resolve the damage for the dagger itself. What's the strength attack on the dagger? The, de- the death touch is force four. No, 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 the dagger itself, before oh. we get to the spell. Dagger, where is it? It's on here somewhere. Um, damage is six, accuracy, uh, accuracy is six, and it's negative three armor penetration. Sorry, I I blanked out for a second there. How much damage does the dagger do? <clears throat> damage is six with an armor okay. penetration of negative three. Okay, so that drops their armor down to seven. Three, four. So this is going to do stun damage because you're still doing less than. Mm-hmm. But that's just for the physical damage of the dagger itself. Yeah, which I wasn't too worried about it actually puncturing. If it did, add a bonus. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, the armor takes the absorbance of the dagger. Uh, it still punches into the dagger and into their skin, although it looks like their skin itself blocked slightly. Uh, looks like dudes get dermal plating. However, they just touched a dagger. So what's the potency on that dagger? Uh, potency is three. Uh, four three, and it's what? Every hour it loses pot- two potency every two hours? Yeah, so it has a duration of six hours, and it was conjured at ten o'clock, so it's still force four. Okay, but it's down to a potency of two. So two oh. dice for potency, four dice for damage. So six dice altogether. 
Nice. Uh, six successes. However, only four count because of the force rating mm-hmm. is the limiter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, you just zap him for four free damage as the dagger kind of erupts. How does the dagger look? What What is the spell effect? And this is the first time you're doing it. Uh-huh. What do you mean? Like the actual spell or how the dagger's like yeah, engraved? Yeah, l- l- like the dagger's engraved into him. What happens when the spell triggers? What does it look like? So, um, starting from the the hilt of the blade, the the little encarved runes in there start to slowly like the lights fade, and out. Co- uh, what is? I can't. What does Death Touch do again? Is it uh, straight physical damage? Straight physical. Um, I believe it's a uh, mana based, right? Death Touch mana base shatters the physical based. Yeah, I or, just want to yeah. see if that it's is like correct. This- Spell has 284. I just want to make sure I'm describing it right against you, what... You're right. No, the, the thing is, the, the flavor text in okay. the book doesn't matter. Okay. The spells are unique to you. These are just general descriptions. Okay. Like, for example, a death touch for you, you know, might be a shock of blue light. Okay. Well, for Andrew, it might be death touch for him is he puts a bunch of, you know, uh, spider webs between his fingers and uses them as a whip to slash at somebody at in touch range, you know? It... it this is your flavor text to decide how does your magic manifest. Mm-hmm. Like how Andrew's all spider eyes. Yeah. So the runes are draining from the hilt up to, or at least glowing as they're glowing and being activated, they're draining down towards the tip of the blade where he was touched. Um, and as that's doing that, um, literally, you know, kind of lines that look almost like electricity are in a in a bluish color are kind of jetting out from the you know the blade at the target awesome Awesome. i'm gonna give you a plus one damage for that uh, description cool all right that's your turn gray let me guess what's about to happen all right so is that guy down nope damn Uh, he looks like he's hurting though that's nice five damage into him from a dagger sticking out of his uh, armor. All right. Quick, He's not uh, happy. I, I have a quick question. I'm sorry to interrupt. Sure. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed to speak during combat? E- yes. Uh, if you're actually saying stuff in character, yes. Uh, combat, basically every round set is three seconds. So basically what you say would be like a very, very, very short burst of text. Right. Okay. That's what I needed to know. Because Kiko blurts out something. Um, three total, one in the hallway. That's all she says. Okay, cool. There right. guys. Um, alright. So, as a simple action, um, I'm going to call forth my spirit that I have bound. Mm-hmm. Which uh, rating was he? Four, it was six. Okay, and that would be Earth Ellie? No, he's in air. Oh, okay, air elemental. Okay. Uh, Mice, you can ask that question out loud so the listeners know. Uh, well, I was just going to ask if the guy dodging the shot stopped the suppressor fire. Yes. Uh, basically, uh, you guys can stand now. It's okay. Uh, so let's see. For six, you said. Mm-hmm. Loading up the magic chapter so I can get the stats from air elemental. 
Okay, so damn it, I actually closed He is manifest. Four, six, so twelve plus thirty-six. So plus eleven, so twenty-three. So Aromato would have gone first, but he loses one because the one initiative pass has already gone by. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he has appeared in the astral. All right, so that sucker has sentience. Um, but I, I had to give it a command as a standard, right? Yes. All right. So because I've used my standard, I'm going to use my simple to. Oh, no, no, no. They're both simple actions. Yeah. I thought uh, to have it appear was a standard. Well, there's, simple. There's, there's, no, there's no standard. Yeah, there's it's, no standard. it's yeah, it's free, simple, complex. Yeah. You oh. get two simple or one complex. All right, then simple. So simple one made uh, appear in the astral. Yep. So you summed it out of wherever it normally hangs out. Yep. Um, and. Hmm. I bet that spirit was having a nice ectoplasm drink. You just pulled him out of the bar. No, <laughs> no, he he's hanging out somewhere in the in in the ether, in my spider web, for me to call him. Um. Okay. Uh. Shit. I I'm trying. I basically I'm weighing these three mooks against using a 4-6 bound spirit that I had to spend 150 drams for. Um, okay. I will have it... go for the... Or, uh, disable the one in the hallway. Okay, so what command did you kind of give it? Just stop that one? Uh... Well, I can communicate with Stop the them, start with that guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Alrighty, so that's your second simple action that you're done there. Okay. I'm going to write down that he's going for the goon uh, three. Okay, Kiko. Okay. Um, Kiko is uh, definitely on the ground covering... Um, covering the uh, singer mm -hmm. and is looking up at this mess going, oh, this is great. Um, she's going to summon the spirit. Okay. What so, force? Um, we are going to go with uh, force four. Cool. Which is magic plus conjuring skill. And magic is a three. Conjuring is a two, so that's five. Okay. Nice. One, two, three, four, five. 
Nice. Okay, that caps out at four successes. Mm -hmm. uh, which it only got one, so it's still four successes, canceling the other, the fifth one. Right. Uh, it also glitched, so it can manifest immediately. Awesome. And does so. Now, here's what appears towards you. Normally, you're expecting to get an earth elemental, you know, or a spirit of earth. Uh, you apparently instead pulled forth a hearth spirit. Uh, you've, in fact, pulled forth the hearth spirit of Underworld 93. This particular spirit does not match what your normal manifestation is. Instead, it manifests as a small humanoid, about a meter tall, wearing black denim jeans, pointy-toed boots set with silver skulls, and a bulky leather jacket covered with zippers and chains, many of which seem unnecessary. It also wears mirrored sunglasses, a heavy ring in its left ear, and has its hair in dreadlock. The spirit also carries a solid gold electric guitar with the word Fender spelled out in diamonds. What? Okay! He then kind of looks at you, smiles. What you need, cutie? I gotta have a timeout personally myself. <laughs> Please, please tell me when he attacks. He attacks with the sound, with, with the power of song. Well, just do you tell him to attack? Oh, uh, King just like protect me and and uh, protect me and Maya. Maria. Maria. Yeah, who's Maya? Maria. Lord, how many times are we gonna butcher this poor woman's name? Many. As many as we can tonight. Okay. Uh, because of the success of her glitch, uh, it gets to go right away. So, yeah. It does, in fact, pull forth the, the Fender guitar. And just, uh, so like, you guys ready for solo? And strums it hard. God. You almost watch as the air ripples in front of it from the attack. Kill me. <laughs> Are you ready to rock? So, plus force four, so I was gonna say that, but I'm not. <laughs> you ruined it, sir. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. In chat, in chat, just read what's in chat. You like shinies? I like shinies. <laughs> nice. So. Okay, they roll to resist the damage. And, oh, Jesus. One success. So, they take three points of stun damage each. As the, uh, the wailing guitar uh, unleashes a sonic damage attack on them. Nice. That even hit Goon 3 on the hallway. A talk with Raccoon about interfering with personal matters. Uh, okay, next it's Max's turn. Uh, and Max basically just yells out, Holy shit! And ducks that, that uh, hides somewhere. So that's his down. Uh, it is now the air elemental's turn. And it is going after goon number three in the hallway with Gusto. Ha ha ha! Air elemental <laughs> Gusto! Ha ha! Gusto! Oh, oh, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> oh, now I feel dirty. 
Hey, what were the special powers that your uh, elemental had? Um, powers? It is guard and... God, what was the other one? It was elemental attack element... and aura. Yeah, it was elemental attack. Okay, then I'm just going to have to do elemental attack because that's fun. <laughs> so... And that was for six, right? Yeah. Are you ready to rock? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> no, really, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, we're all horrible tonight. I have to imagine they like sat there and they clutched their ears after that. <laughs> so, Sonic Attack, uh, Attack that guy. One, two, three, four, five. Nice. Five, the guy tries to dodge the oncoming windstorm coming his way. And gets... Wow, six successes. Uh, apparently he was ready for the freaking wind elemental to come freaking blow his way. He was ready to rock. Bastard. He was ready to rock. Apparently, <laughs> Jesus. Nice. So, elemental's down from that. He's down to one. Uh, the uh, hearth spirit says... You like that one? Here's another one. And strums his guitar again. <laughs> okay, Kiko's just watching him with, like, this odd look on her face going, I just really did that, son of a bitch. And gets two successes. Son of a biscuit. So, first guy rolls to resist damage. And gets three. So he takes no damage from that one. Second guy gets three, so this one's doing apparently much better for them. And third guy did, yeah, okay, they didn't take any damage from that one. So I guess they kind of figured out the sound attack going on and covered their ears when they saw the guy trying to storm his guitar. Nice. Uh, it is now Maria's turn. Uh, she is spending the turn kind of pulling back out uh, and is pulling a Brownie Max Power uh, from underneath the desk. So that's her turn. She's packing heat. Goon. So I need to adjust their initiative uh, <laughs> So goon number one is actually moving at five. Goon number two is now moving at four. And goon number three is also moving at five. It's so. only funny because it's horrible. It is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it is awful. So goon number one with the Uzi... Uh, is going to actually spray the air elemental. <laughs> and he is going to... He's not funny. Come out here, Jake! Let's see. He is going to activate the group edge and go full auto on this mofo. Because, well, if you're attacking the air elemental, he's got to be 12 da uh, damage value in order to do any damage. Yep. And gets one, two, three, four, four damage on top of an Uzi. Does eleven physical. That is not enough. The elemental ignores the damage basically. Get the fuck out of here. However, the air elemental was between him and number three. <laughs> the problem with air oh, is this air. The air. Yep. This guy's in the direct line of sight. And he gets one success to dodge three dice and four dice successes. Ooh. So eleven physical coming his way. 
Yikes. No successes, no successes, no successes. Uh, let's see. No women, no women. Is no it women. Uzi armor piercing? It is not. So, guy gets 4, 10, 14 dice to reduce, 11 damage. No successes in a critical glitch. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So he still takes from 11, six, 5 more damage. It pops him up to 8. That's still pretty brutal. Okay, goon number 2, the one with the Remington, is going to try to take another pop shot at, well, James, because you hit me with a knife. Got another one if I need to. Yeah, take away two dice because he's been more hurt bad. And he gets one success against you. Okay. And I get the You're... and I can dodge right without going full dodge. Yes. Well then I'm gonna... reaction plus intuition. Well then I can just default because I've got eight dice, so I automatically mm, get. No? You're not defaulting in combat. Nope. Damn. I'm okay. sorry. Nice try though. Okay. Dice, I swear. <laughs> so eight. Critical plus. Critical well, plus. Yeah. Critical plus. Wait, is it? It's I lose the plus two, right? Uh... Correct. No, you're still prone. Okay. You didn't get up yet. Did throw a dagger at his face though. You did. Oh, one, two. It's enough. Two? Successes. Yeah, good. Okay. So good one, good two. Goon three is also going to try to shoot at the air elemental. And opens up with his shotgun. Take away two because of this damage. And gets one success, which is not enough to hit the elemental. The elemental doesn't care. But his buddy is in the line of shot, because again, these things happen. They're not too bright, are they? Nope. No. He gets one success, though. So he manages to dodge the incoming shot. So it is now Gartok's turn. So you can still see goon number one, uh, one standing in the hallway, and goon number two still shooting at you in the room. Alright, what action does it take for me to pick up the clip? Uh, simple action. I'll let you simple action put it back in, too. So all in one move to pick up and put in? Yeah. Okay. So I will use that simple action to pick up and put in. I will use mm -hmm. a free action to change my link device mode to change my silver gun to burst fire. Nice. And I will shoot the guy that just is still shooting at us. Okay. So Mr. Shotgun, who was shooting at James. Well, room trippers not exactly a shotgun. I mean, it's a shotgun like attack. Well, but... yeah, that's true. It's about as much of a shotgun as my silver gun is. Very much. Okay, so defense modifier burst fire is minus two. Okay, so he's going to try to dodge, of course. Lose one because of his damage. Lose two more because you're shooting at him. Oh, that's a lot of five. I like that. And he gets four successes. I got six. Nice. So what's your silver going to do damage-wise? Uh, nine. Nine plus two, eleven damage. That exceeds his armor. Well, now so this it is... Shit, so he actually gets plus five to his armor. Oh. Well, then this is stun. Yeah. So, ten. That's the problem. Yeah. So I need to actually add an extra dice after I roll these. I'm rolling all my dice in hand. And he gets one, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight, and he gets one more. 
Okay, eight successes, so you did 11 damage, right? Yes. So he takes three more damage. Nice. And that is actually enough to put him down. Uh, yeah, your flechette basically do enough just to barely pinch his, his armor, but he's kind of gags, grabs at his heart and just kind of passes out down, right there. <laughs> nice. James? Yes. Uh, the guy in the room is down. You could still see a guy in the hallway who it looks like he just dodged some bullet fire. Okay. Mm. What do you want to do? I imagine he's a little too far away to throw a combat dagger. No, you're or fine. It's at a, a combat knife. You get I minus say. one because of the range. Minus one because of the range. Yeah, it's only like one range increment up. It's not like okay. he's all the way down the hallway. He's just outside the door. Hmm. Let's see. So that would be four plus four for throwing. Okay, I organized this thing and yet I still can't find things. Four <laughs> plus agility, so nine minus one, so I'd roll eight dice then. Okay. We're going to play. Okay, so I'm going to basically ready and then throw the shatter dagger. Cool. Ready, so eight dice. No whammy, no whammy, stop. Um, three against eight. Do I take the chance of rolling another one and spend some edge? Because uh, I've only got one success, but I'm right there at the my limit. Edge of glitching, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna take <coughs> the. I'll take the one success. Okay, and he tries to dodge it. And gets one success. Oh. The knife flings past him and lands in the hallway. It's a good thing that uh, wall is not living. Or is that a command word explosion? Or a shatter? No, it was a touch. Okay. Okay, so that's your turn. Gray. Again, there's one guy standing right outside the door you could see. You know there's another guy down the hallway because your elemental's fighting him. Alright. Guy standing in the door. Hello. <laughs> How do you like some stun bolts? What are the guys shooting us? What are they? Yeah. There are three guys dressed pretty much identically. Uh... Wearing leather coats, basically. Oh, sorry, line coats. Uh, they've got pasty white skin. Uh, dreadlocks going. I'm sorry, mohawks going on, uh, and glowing red eyes. But they don't have cyber eyes. Okay. So what race were they? Humans. All humans. All right. So, guy, just inside the door, or just outside the door. I am going to hit with. Um, Stun bolts for six. Okay. Wow. Wow. What oh, did you roll? Not that great. Uh, five successes. Okay, they roll two. Uh, there's huh. spell defense. And get four successes. Uh, so you only do force one damage. Onto that guy, so he can... Uh... Now here's the interesting thing, though, as you touch, his, uh, touch him with your mana sp uh, spell, mm -hmm. is that 
initially you're used to just hitting somebody's will when they're not a magical being. Mm -hmm. And this guy you feel has incredibly low willpower. Like almost none. Hmm. But then there's the magic field protecting him. And that's what resisted you. Mother ever Everton. Yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, Kiko, it is now... Oh, actually, great. You have one more simple action. Or did you uh, full cast that round? I was full cast. Okay. Kiko? Because I didn't specify. Okay, so the spirit that I summoned is still going strong, correct? Yeah, he's going. He's getting ready to head out to the hallway. Okay. Um, where is the singer? Where is she at? Uh, she is behind you. You saw her grab a Browning Max Power. Okay. Which is a heavy pistol. Elena answered for me. She said straight ahead in her sleep. Anyway, um, <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's what it's to me. Um, I'm looking to her thinking, are you an idiot? You need to get your ass down. She's, Kiko's not saying it. Um, Kiko's looking to spirit. What does the battlefield look in front of Kiko? Um. Uh... Okay, quick casual glance. There's a guy down by the door. There's a guy right outside the door who's constantly dodging things, trying to shoot him. Uh, you just watch some uh, like phantom uh, webbing kind of shoot out from Andrew's hand uh, and kind of burn the guy. But you also saw a kind of weird kind of reflection kind of happen as if something was partially blocking his power. Uh, and you know there's at least another guy out in the hallway. Okay. Um... So the guy that, that reflected uh, Gray's power is still up and going? Yep. Okay. So here comes the other side of Kiko. Kiko pulls out the Harry's Predator 5. Nice. Simple action, ready weapon. Yeah. Simple action, shoot. Yes. Kiko is shooting the guy that basically shrugged off the spell. Nice. Yep. Shrug off bullets, asshole. Yeah, exactly. Dodge this. She's like, you're not dodging this next one. Okay. He's like losing a die every time he dodges an attack. He's down to like three to dodge against you. Okay, so it'd be pistols and... um, Agility. Agility? Limited by the accuracy of the gun. Let's see, accuracy is seven? I believe so, for Neris. Yep. Particularly smart gun feature. I don't think you are, because you don't have a okay, f- implants. Five, then. Yep. Which is what I'm rolling anyway in dice. Okay, that works. So. Yeah! One, two, three successes! Nice, he rolls to dodge. And he gets one success, so... That Aries Petter does 8 physical, so 10 damage. That is at his armor rating. Mm-hmm. So that is still stunned for him. But he's a mook. They only have one health bar anyway. So he rolls to reduce that damage. And gets 1, 2, 3, 4 successes. So 6 more damage. Plus the 4 he's already got. Yeah, you plug him. So as Kiko laying prone on the floor, reaches back into the bun of the of the kimono, pulls out the Ares, 
lays there, lines up the shot, and then pops him. Nice. And he basically has spent the last two or three seconds dodging a shot coming from ahead of him. Uh, a knife flying past him, uh, a bolt of mana energy hitting him, frying him, and and the last second he thinks is okay, a bullet hits him right in his freaking uh, line coat directly to his chest, and he just knocks back against the wall and slumps. Nice. Okay. Last two turns for this initiative pass. Air Elemental is going to attack this last guy. Let's see how they do. So, six dice all around. Turning Elemental attack. And get one, two, three, four successes. Guys, magic protection. So, hold and get one, two, three successes. Air Elemental does magic times two, so 12 damage. So, magic trying to reduce that down. And gets one, two, three, four successes. So eight additional damage. Now he gets cut apart by the wind. So this guy, last guy goes down. The sound of gunfire and bullets just kind of fades from the air as the last uh, guy drops to the ground. All of you kind of slowly come to your feet and breathe a little bit of a sigh of relief. Awesome. Well, is anyone was... hurt? No, I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm alright, Maria says. Who the fuck were they? I'm gonna walk yeah. over to one of them. <laughs> are they dead, or are they... Well, I know the one in the, in the hallway is dead. But the other two, are they dead, or are they unconscious? The one in the room is dead. Uh, the one in the hallway is unconscious, and the other uh, one in the hallway is dead. Alright, uh, I will ask Kiko to see if they are alive, if any of them are alive, uh, because Gray wouldn't know, because um, he doesn't have medical, and uh, see if we can... Uh, we need to restrain this guy, and I will see if I can find where he came from. Okay. While Gray is doing that, James is going to retrieve the the dagger from the the guy's chest, and then okay. also carefully retrieve the dagger that's in the wall. Okay. No problem. Uh, Kiko, are you going over to deal with the guy unconscious? Yep. Okay. Are you going to first aid him? I am. Time up first. Time up first. Well, well, of course she's going to time up first, and then. Gartag, you want to help him her with that? Yeah. Might as well. Okay, you grab some guitar strings. Ouch. Uh, mm. Hey, what? Mm. Do you know monofilament guitar strings? What's wrong with that? That's good. He ain't gonna try to struggle, is he? Crazy. That's evil. Yep. Hands off. I'm looking. Uh, is that spirit that I summoned still there? Yeah, he's kind of uh, hanging out. That was fun, he says. I'm glad you enjoyed that. You want to help me out with this one and kind of not kill him? Yeah, sure, sure. What you doing? I'm just making sure he's alive long enough for us to question him. Ah, uh, sure, I got this. And he kind of goes over there and reaches into the wall, like his hand passes into the wall as if it's not there, pulls out some just like electrical wiring, and starts tying the guy up. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, he goes like, 
that'll work. Hey, he's a hearth spirit. This is his home. I, I Kiko ain't saying shit. She ain't saying <laughs> nothing. She's like, okay, we're gonna let him do what he wants to. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, okay, cool. Uh, go ahead and make a first aid check to see how much uh, you restore this guy. Okay. Uh, keep in mind, you can't, like, self-limit yourself because, you know, first aid's first aid. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, that whole do-no-harm thing. Yeah, I know. After you He's shoot him for fun, a predator. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see who who who's like, why does the healer have a predator? Because <laughs> oh. sometimes you gotta put somebody down before you can put them back put together. together. This is I a mean... sixth world, of course. You have a predator. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah. so uh, I got four successes on um, four successes. Yeah, on first aid on him. Okay, it raises him down to seven damage. Nice. Actually, no, that was the other guy. It actually rose him down to six. Cool. Alright, he kind of groans. What are you doing? You awake? And at this point, he kind of says something in Spanish. Wow, look at this. Another guy who speaks just Spanish. I didn't plan that out. Right. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Alright. Uh-huh. Hello. Do you speak English? No. Fuck you. <laughs> Obviously, we speak we speak English just fine. All right. Well, who hired you? Fuck you. Okay, who sent the... you? Wait, fuck wait. you. I don't wait, know wait. this. I, I don't know a fuck you. It's just, uh, wait, you're wait, wait, a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Kiko looks over to the spirit and just grins and looks back to the guy. I want you to know that you're in his home. And he can reach in ah, I don't fucking care. out of your body and eat it. I don't have a soul. Yes, you have a soul. Everything has a soul. And if you want yours to stay intact, you better answer the damn question. Make me a biotech check. Oh, nice. Okay. One second. Cyber zombie. Cyber zombie. Oh, God. I hope not. Okay. Uh, I'm praying for I'm, cyber zombie. No, no, I got four successes. Four successes? Something's off about this guy. He's not just... It's it's like... He's got something pumping in his veins. Maybe if you checked with a med kit. You know, I have one of those. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to use that real quick. Okay, go ahead and give me another chest. Three successes on that. Nice. Yeah, you do a quick blood sample test on him, uh, and immediately the med kit trips back uh, that there's an extremely high level of something called uh, ponactin beta inside of his bloodstream. What the hell is is, is this shit? Uh, as a in reaction to your statement, uh, you get a small little printout, uh, mostly with cautionary warnings. Uh, warning, experimental combat drug. Uh, subjects uh, are prone to paranoia. High, uh, go berserk if threatened. Uh, subject uh, is it does not feel physical pain. Suffers effects of physical damage, uh, but is immune to pain uh, and uh, other issues. Uh, additional warning: Subjects of prenectin beta have a 95% mortality rating within fi- uh, one hour of taking this drug. 
So we have um, less than an hour to figure out um, where this guy is from, or he's going to die completely. This uh, drug that's running through his his uh, body makes him basically immune to pain, and uh, physical threats are only going to make him berserk. Great. No. Then we don't have time to waste. Uh, one other thing you do notice on the back side of it, the printing is also a special note uh, commentary. Uh, this is rarely seen in the fields nowadays. Uh, protecting Beta has a habit of reducing the subject willpower to, well, nothing. Uh, is useless when used against somebody with, uh, when fighting against mages in the modern world. Oh. So, basically, he has no willpower at the moment, and they're subject oh. to mages. Then that'll make this... By the way, his eyes are still glowing red. That, the other guys who are dead, easier. whose eyes are not glowing. So, Gray turns his spider ring around... Mm-hmm. And places his hand on the berserker's head and cast a mind probe. Nice. Because I don't, I don't have time to waste with him spluttering because he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I'll cast this at six. Cool. While he's doing that, um, Kiko's going to take the med kit and go see if the other guys have the same drug in their system. Oh, they do. Okay. Uh, They're dead now. James, well, of course. James, James, while Mr. Gray is doing that, James is going to kind of rifle through like their pockets and see if he can find any information that they might be carrying on them, either in their comlinks no or things like that. No identifying information whatsoever. Uh, the gear you get from them are... Uh, dude number one has a Uzi. Uh, he has a spare clip. Uh, dude number two has a Remington Room Sweeper, uh, heavy pistol. He has two spare clips. Uh, uh, dude number three has an, uh, AK-97. Uh, he has a spare clip. Uh, all three of them do actually carry Ares Predators with them and a spare clip as well. The Ares Predator is loaded with explosive ammo. Jeez. They also are all carrying a concussion grenade. Jeez. Some I'll, folks uh, came loaded for bear. Yeah. No shit. Um, yeah. Kiko's looking at that as she's checking their blood. Oh, um, and uh, your med kit also indicates uh, uh, detecting a certain kind of behavior. You definitely notice that they all have dermal plating. You notice on their hands that all of them have retractable razors in their fingers. And you're seeing uh, obvious uh, like lines of wire reflexes in their skin as you examine them. Okay, these are... These are made killers. I want you to understand that, guys. These are made killers. There's wired reflexes. There's razor blades in their fingertips. They're made for this. Uh, not very well. <laughs> yeah, apparently we'll... Two spirits? Yeah, that was kind of... Yeah. Plus the berserk attitude didn't really work well. And shooting at each other. Because, yeah. damn, they didn't seem to care about shooting each other, did nope. they? They did yeah. not. So... Mind probing. How many? How'd you do? I got one, five successes. Five successes. Okay. Spell resistance going down. Ooh, wow! Four successes. All right. So here's what happens, Andrew. Oh no. So you don't really get much mind probe from them. You get the last couple minutes as them breaking into the club, uh, them shooting a couple people on their way in with. Uh, just getting through with the music, waiting in one of the dressing rooms nearby. Um, 
basically just they're essentially them getting in here. What you do get though is you get a sudden grasp on what's on them. Uh, you learn that th what's on them is a force five detection spell. Uh, what it lets them do is it lets the caster see through the eyes of the subjects. Now, since you got so many successes, uh, you also get a flash image of his memory. Uh, what you see is a picture of a beautiful Japanese woman in a severely tailored business suit, wait, 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 uh, weaving her hands in magical gestures. Uh, you're seeing the image of when the samurai caught the memory of the mage casting the spell on him. Hmm. Alright. I will lean down into the berserker's face. Mm -hmm. I'll be seeing you soon. And then I'm going to cast a uh, 4-6 Shatter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Someone's angry. This, this, this is why I always say that Mr. Gray is very evil. He's not evil! He was evil. He's trying to not be. Uh, I think shattering people's faces, you know, that's just... Yeah, well, he's already dead. He is already dead. Just <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the, uh, the, the death through the drug might be worse. Uh, oh, it might be peaceful. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. But, he uh, might be one of the 5% who didn't die. Well. Too bad now. How'd you do? Now he's a battlefield death. Uh, six successes. Alright, I'm not even going to roll him to let you kill him. Alright. <laughs> his face is now goo. Because he chooses to hold their face with his hand before he does it. That's that's psychopathic. <laughs> that's how he knows how to do the spell. Mm-hmm. Cool. Alright, so... uh. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Uh, so, the uh, spirit kind of lets the guy go. The wiring just literally pulls back into the wall. Uh, about a minute or two later, or actually really about a few seconds after the guy gets let back into the wall, uh, you hear some running coming down the hall. Uh, you turn, and you see Newt and Talon come running up the corridor. Uh, Newt it was the troll at the door. Mm -hmm. uh, he looks around and grunts, What a pile of ooze and dreck. You chummers best buzz turbo, because the stars are shining all over the place in the one underworld don't need no heat. Out front's too bright for shadows, but backslide's clean for now. Come on. What you waiting for? Slot it and run, okay? All right, Maria. Maria, it's time for us to get going. Yeah, yeah, she says that's uh, fine. We're, we're, yeah, okay. She's uh, actually still holding on to the browning. Uh... She uh, kind of leans over and picks up uh, a um, her synth player and says, "Okay, I, I can go now." Uh, Max is like, "What the fuck?" Hey, you got the best. Nobody hurt. <laughs> nice. Um, and I'm going to instruct the spirit to uh, remain in astral and defend uh, Maria. Nice. So. I don't. I don't think my spirit can leave the area, can it? Nope. Yeah. Actually, how long? How how much longer is he around for? Uh, once you leave the domain. Yeah. Uh, hearth spirits will no. You can't like control them once you leave the domain. See, so this thing is how an old shadow, and this is what a shaman used to do. 
whatever domain they were in, that's what they summoned right away. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Kiko turns to the spirit. Thank you very much for your assistance today. Sure thing, little lady. Hope we're not gonna. Uh, I'm sorry. Hope we didn't scare you off from this place, though. Nah. Cool, cool. Looking forward to seeing you again. Hopefully. This is a little three-foot guy kind of hitting on you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even like, dwarf fight. No, it's not. He goes just like okay. And with that, and with that, and I, I, I'm sorry, I'm doing this. He pulls out the fender, storms a cord, and yells out, "Thank you, good night!" And just vanishes in I'm the puddle like I'm out. pink smoke. I'm out. I'll see y'all <laughs> tomorrow. Because Kiko, because Kiko looks to Greg and goes, "That's that's a new one for me." I can honestly say that I've never seen anything quite like that before. Uh, at this point, Newt kind of turns to you guys. You guys are still here. Fine, let me translate. Oh my, what an unfortunate occurrence. Your fellows had better depart quickly because the agents of Lone Star Security are present in force, and not in the World 93 prefers to avoid any official scrutiny. The front of the club is too heavily patrolled for a covert exit, but the back entrance is presently unobserved. Come now, why do you delay? Make haste, if you would be so kind. just looks at him just goes and nods, trying not to laugh and go, yeah, don't worry, we're on our way out. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we'll we'll make our way. Oh uh, I don't I don't think I can shine my pretty face and get away with it. Doesn't matter. Uh we'll start making our way. Uh out I guess out the back. Okay, sounds good. Alright. Alright, let's see. Is the, uh, did you, so, is the underground path with orc underground entrance in it? No. Well, worth a shot. At least as far as I know, it doesn't. Um, okay. So, you guys head out. I uh, assume you kind of get in your cars and all that. Uh, who drove what? Ford Americar. Yeah. I drove the gray. I guess James? If I, get, I guess if I came alone, I'm with, I came on a bike. Okay, and what did uh, you drive, Midas? Uh, he drives his jackrabbit. Okay, I'm going to say that she goes, uh, that Max and Maria go with uh, Gray and uh, Kiko. It's the only place they can fit. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, at this, point, <laughs> at this point, at this point, you've got some decisions to make, Shadowrunners. You've got a hysterical booking agent and a nearly catatonic rock star in your hand. What's more, you've ticked off the cops, and there may be a good soldiers out on the streets looking for you. Uh, Max presents a few ideas. Holy crud, you guys. What are you waiting for? Go out and find that fragger Hernandez and shoot his butt. What, are you going to sit around waiting for him to send in more goons or what? The best fence is a good offense, am I right? Whereas Maria's very withdrawn. Uh, sometime with uh, before she left, she did grab her case for her uh, synth deck. Uh, and pretty much since you guys are mostly leaving her to herself as you're driving... She eventually opens it and jacks in and starts clipping on headphones and starts making music. Uh, you know, just kind of just taking care of herself, kind of getting her mind away from this. Uh, she's got no suggestions on what to do next. Uh, from what you can tell, though, the last few hours have definitely been draining to her and Sim thinking is apparently helping her. Now, at this point... James, 
Your comlink buzzes. I'm gonna pick it up. It's Kyle. Jeez, you guys are hot. Word is out on the street. Someone is willing to pop 10,000 for info on you and the people you're with. What did you do? Uh, it's more or less what we didn't do. Fine, fine. I, I guess it's related to this. Fine. Look, um, t- <sighs> go to ground. Go to ground. Whatever you do, go to ground. Did you talk to Max? Um, Max is in uh, our charge. I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know right now. Give me an after report. I don't want to know right now because that is some serious heat you're pulling down. Go to ground. And he hangs up. All right, Tremors. Next session, we get to find out what you do. Chummer time. Say Chummer Channel. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Oh, the fans are going to have a on? fucking field day with this episode. <laughs> what Chummer I'm time scared. does it come on at? Say Chummer Awful. Time. You have to ask, Hintay. You have to ask. He has to ask. I don't oh, even... I'm just taking him on. Don't encourage him. <laughs> See, it would even be better if I actually played a troll, because then I could be trolling. Ah, oh. uh, I hate. Does that mean I'm orking you? Oh! <laughs> Awful. Anyway, so... That's the end of the session, guys. Uh... Questions? Comments? I just want to apologize that my jokes have been so orking bad. <laughs> God. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts bad. It's okay, I had an elf of a time. <laughs> nope, didn't work. It didn't work, did I? Didn't work, did I? Failed time. Okay, so... Uh, okay, mid uh, module karma rewards. I've got nine points to give out today. Where do they go? I think one should go to the hearth spirit. <laughs> All right. That was kind of awesome. Well, so one karma to the hearth spirit. One should go. AKA to... that actually ends up going to. Uh. Paul R. Hume, enjoy your hearth, uh, your piece of karma. The original writer of the module. <laughs> nice. One should definitely go to Kiko for summoning that hearth spirit. I was going to say, yeah, one for everybody in the battle because everybody got their shot in. So one for all four PCs. Nice. So one for all four PCs. That's four of them. And one for Kiko for summoning. Oh, well, my, my, my four was oh. included Kiko summoning. Oh, okay. That's fine. All right. Then what about the other four? Um, I think the... Such an awesome concert. <laughs> one for Tamaria? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
and uh, the other three. Hmm. Think. Going over what we did today. Yeah. Um, I want to give one to um Midas's character, um, for trying to pull up as much as he could, um, without his deck. Over <laughs> <laughs> getting trounced. Well, not trounced, but having such a hard time with duplicating those tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Jesus. He got, he got it done. Yeah, but it, you did get it done. He tried <laughs> yes. the hard first, and then was like, okay, let's go the simple way. <laughs> nice. Two more guys. Where are they going? Um, Who are our two biggest people for negotiating getting the 58 um, that we're getting for this um, job? Uh, the highest success for the teamwork test was uh, Ente, and then you kind of scored the big bucks at the end. I think the other two should go there. Yep. Fine by me. So one to Kiko, and another one to James. Nice. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this has been a fun start to this module. Uh... Sounds uh sounds like uh some serious shit's going down, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, think engineered soldiers with mages behind them. Oh yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, some pretty harsh chemical in the bloodstream, huh? No shit, Kiko's like, oh fuck me. <laughs> you think those guys knew what that chemical did? No. No, probably not. Me, yeah, probably not. <laughs> not with all that cyberware that they got in there in them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's probably hella expensive to put that stuff in there, and why would mm -hmm. they waste all that uh, on that one drug? Because that's exactly. some very expensive fireballs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Cool. All right. So, then next week we will continue and see where you guys stand and see if you make it to the next five days. <laughs> Wow. I, I want to make it through the next five days. Yeah, but I don't know if, uh, if, well, Hernandez, maybe? Or whoever might be looking for you, uh, is, uh, is going to let that happen. So, so what are the odds of our characters actually affecting the future? Well, the canon future? Well, if you hurt somebody and kill somebody in the, this game, then yeah, they're not in the canon, uh, the at least for the campaign's future. Why? Oh, no reason. Just curious. Somebody's been reading ahead. No, it's fun. Well, I, I know somewhat about Maria Mercurial. I mean, I know how her future somewhat goes, barely. I haven't read yeah, She disappears for a few years anyway, so who cares? Well, yeah. But, no, mine is more other other stuff. Gartog <laughs> hooking her back on BTLs and seducing her. Yes. <laughs> What? Wow. And you call Gray evil? Gartog's in a gang. I never said he wasn't evil. Dark oh gang. my god. That is despicable. That's... I kill people. Wow. I don't I do not do that. Apparently he does. Jesus. I mean, he kind of does that already with his groupie. I mean, so... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Be a real hot ruby. 
messed up. I'm going to leave it there. Um, <laughs> listeners, tell me how awful you think uh, Gartog is and how well you think Midas is taking Dan's place. <laughs> oh! Oh! Damn! That, yeah, that's... Oh, no, not Dan. No. Dan! Dan, uh, Dan, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope, we're done. We're done. Stop, stop the recording. See, see y'all next week. Recording. Stop. Bye bye. So. I don't know about you, but when I see three heavily cybered, messed up hooligans being sent my way, I feel like that's a definite death threat. Only, are these coming from Mr. Hernando? Or is there somebody else behind the attack on the runners in the dressing room? Well, I guess they're gonna find out. I know Gray's curious. And hey, how about that spirit? Sometimes hearth spirits still show up in 5th edition. Sometimes they're just awesome. See you next week. This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported License. That means you can share it, you can even cut it up, but you have to add a label for all the bits within, including the licenses from the following artists. This week we're following the artist Sophia Maria and the album Twisted. The intro music is Under Your Spell and the outro is Losing Control. The album is available from Magnitude.com. Potato, potato. Tomato, tomato. Grenade, obvious threat. Please don't question me.